Yo, what's good, everybody? And we're back with the Sunday morning smoke session. Um, yeah, man. Cleveland Browns. Stuff though. Oh man, it. Browns ain't looking too good, partner. Man. Training camp. Be fucking up. Training camp season, once again. Yes. And here we are. In question, coming into another season. Yeah, we'll start from there. <laughs> Alright, let's recap. Let's do a little recap of last season though with the Cleveland Browns. So, you know. Alright, so eight and nine last year. Not bad, but not good. Trash. Offensively, twenty uh finished twentieth twentieth out of thirty two. Still uh nah. No. Like that's not it's not good, you know. We should be proud of that. But with okay, <clears throat> just with uh, you know, with Baker Mayfield, you know, with his injury. Nick Chubb, you know, he's been in and out of injury. Yep. Jarvis Landry last year, you know, he was in and out of injury. Odell, yep. you know, it's everybody was, you know, the offense was really pretty much banged up. Yep. We, the, the offense last year with Cleveland, you know, they were averaging at least 30-something points a game. At least 30 points a game. You know, then they just, after week five, they stumbled. Mm-hmm. You know, Defensively, they've been holding up. You look at the other side of the ball. Defensively, they've been holding up. Yeah. Thir- they finished thirteenth out of thirty. You know, out of thirty-two. Which, had, you know, middle of the road, but still not bad. You know, it's yeah. still not that bad. You know, not, not good. Yeah. You know, I take fifteenth. You know what I'm saying? Anything less than you know, anything less than fifteenth is considered pretty good. Yeah. You know, but the Browns last year they shot themselves in the foot with a lot of opportunities and a lot of missed games. You know. And it really costed them that 8-9, you know, that pretty much an 8-9 record. Yeah. Head coach Kevin Stefanski, you know, let's talk about him for a little second. Second-year head, third-year head coach. Yep. What he, what he has done, I was I will accept it. He's I was, kicked the needle in the right direction. Yeah, right. I, I will accept it. For the simple fact of he really has tried to change, the, you know, the, cult, the culture around him, Alex Van Pelt, and Joe Woods. They've been trying to change the culture around a little bit and trying to get some games to win, you know. But infamously, we shot ourselves in the foot through our gameplay last yeah. year. Now let's look into this season. You know, now we made a, a lot of a ton of change. Another change, again, which we're going to talk about right now. I like how we call it just a change, whether or not it's good or bad is yet to be seen, but mm-hmm. it's a change. We got, we now we had this back to a quarterback carous, a quarterback corral between Baker Mayfield and now Deshaun Watson. Mamma mia! <laughs> so let's, let's give a little recap of, oh, what, March? Oh, yeah. You know, right before the draft? You know, where pretty much the, the whole city of Cleveland and, you know, the Browns fans alike, we were sitting there for those past 72 hours. What is going to happen between Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson? Yep. We, so the NFL, they get, you know, they get to clear the go-ahead that, you know, Deshaun Watson is dropped from all his criminal cases, yep. you know, the criminal side. But, however, you know, there's still some legal, you know, there's still some civil uh, cases that he needs to, you know, fix and, and handle. Exactly. So, now that the NFL, you know, now that pretty much the NFL says, hey, Deshaun Watson is now free, you got Carolina jumping on him, you got Atlanta jumping on him, you know, you got Cleveland jumping on him, you got other teams, you know, you have a lot of teams really trying to go after uh, Deshaun Watson. Yes. 
So, we turn around and say, oh, hey, we're going to give Deshaun Watson a visit. You know, or he's going to, you know, he's going to come here. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He comes here. It, quote, quote, doesn't work out. It pisses off Baker Mayfield. Yeah. You know, Baker's like, yo, look, what is going on? Like, I just had a torn labrum. I played through this whole entire season. You know, what is going on? Now my job is, you know, now my job is pretty much up for sale. Mm-hmm. Okay, Andrew, I see how you I see how where's where this is going. Yes. So we had to turn around, we turned around, have that whole for 24, 48 hours of what's gonna happen. Is Baker Mayfield gonna be out of a job or is Deshaun Watson actually gonna have a job here? Next thing you know, the Browns are quote off of the market. Okay, Baker thinks, oh yeah, cool, I'm fine. 24 hours later, hey, um, I'm gonna come to Cleveland. For a five-year or for a five-year, two hundred thirty million dollar contract, <laughs> Baker's like, oh, okay. So I, so I, so I snapped y'all's uh, losing streak. I took y'all to the playoffs. I played through a whole, you know, played through a whole entire season with a torn labrum and a busted up knee and messed up foot. And this is how you repay me? Okay, I see how this is rolling. Well. As I step out of the shadows as devil's advocate, it's great that Baker played through all those injuries. It's really, it's really good. It's admirable. And I'm happy that he broke the losing streak. How many years has he played with the Browns? It's the fourth season. Going into the fourth season. Jesus fucking Christ. That man has been accumulating chips on a daily fucking basis. He's moving like he's Charles fucking Barkley. Like, he, he's been in the game for a while, and he has rings on each hand. That, that kind of swagger from a man who was a Heisman winner and has not even broken a sweat yet. I'm sorry, partner, but in my eyes, it completely discredits him. I, mean, I, 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 I think now, I'll step up and say it. The writing's on the wall. Baker Mayfield has been a bust. Cleveland needs to get rid of him. He can try his luck somewhere else, and we can see whether or not he's worth the NFL's time or attention. Or we will be another Johnny Manziel away and one count of domestic battery away from being sane. I mean, honestly, he's always had that attitude, though. He even had that attitude in Oklahoma when he played for them. Okay. He would, you know, they would, uh, I remember there's, there was a clip where he tried to shake their hands. They didn't want to shake his hand. You know, they all just kind of had their hand behind their back. Yeah. And all you see is him just clapping in their face aggressively as hell. Like, all right, bet. You're on everybody's ass. Just, uh, yeah, just aggressive as fuck. Just in everybody's face. And then even on the sidelines, he was holding his crotch on all everybody to stuff his dick. Yeah. And it was. What? So, like, he's always been like that. I mean, like. Some people see that as competitively good. Some people see it as way too much. I see it as the middle of. Obviously, he doesn't need to be doing that. Is he good enough to be doing that? He could be. He just needs to, like, honestly, yeah, like, I I feel really bad for him because the Browns, he could have done really well with. But since they're obviously not fucking with him. Yeah. If he goes to a team... That honestly, where he could thrive, where he actually won't get fucked up in the back and shit. Honestly, as long as he knows that, how can I say this? I guess because I mean, the, 
the offensive line, like they were, they're cool. Like, what was um, you know what the linemen were, were rated as? Yeah, the line. Yeah, the the Cleveland Browns do have a really good offensive. They do actually do have a good offensive line because they were ranked, you know, in the top fifteen, you know, with offensive line. But was it also because of um, the quarterback's ability to roll out and get rid of the ball, or was it just mainly? Yeah, the um, main, mainly the whole entire blocking, okay. just the whole entire blocking scheme. Then yeah, because you know, because Baker Mayfield, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Baker Baker Mayfield definitely did have a lot more time, you know, okay. to actually get out of roll out of the pocket, mm-hmm. you know, look downfield mm-hmm. and make his plays. And there was times that we seen it through the gameplay that he is not executed the way he needed to needed to. Because there was wide open men, oh, you, you know right. what I'm saying? There was a lot of overthrown balls, you know, and there was a lot of lack of QB vision. True. He was thinking what he should have been playing. Right. And so, yeah, that's I guess that's the only other thing I could say is, yeah, he has the potential to do well. He just, for some reason, is just not adding up. The equation is there. He just can't solve what X happens to be in order to equal goodness, if not greatness. Right now, he's at all rightness. You know, so he can be, he, he could do nice. But, like, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, he goes somewhere else. Hopefully, he gets healthy. Yeah. Hopefully he gains that sort of motivation. Right. Because it's kind of sad. Well, I mean, yeah, that's like a major slap in the face. Like, it's not even like a regular, it's like getting like a fish slap. Like, you kind of like, they got like a mackerel and just... And and yet, you want to choose this occasion with your first team to die on that hill. What does that say about you as a player? How attractive does your future stock look? And, and, and it's not to um, discount the fact that he had a chip on his shoulder since Oklahoma, but we've now been taught the lesson through the eyes of Urban Myers. When you go from college to the NFL, you graduate from life. And if you don't play the game at the NFL standards, if you don't, I hate to use the word, but conform, then you get spat out. We oh, yeah, Conform and mature, yeah, yeah, definitely for sure, yeah. And so that's where I say where the coaching would also play in because he came in with a new coach as well. Right. So like every everything takes experience, everything takes time, and he unfortunately was not in that predicament where he already had the experience to mold him into something. So, Truth. So if he goes somewhere, I mean, I'm honestly I would have been fine with him going to the nation, but we got Kenny Pickett. You know, we'll talk about that later and everything, but like I don't know. I, I just feel like it was fucked up how they did Baker. It's fucked up how they're getting done with Deshaun. <laughs> it's, it is what now, it is. Now here, yeah. now here, here's something. Now here's something, though, gentlemen. Now here's oh, that, something. Yes. Now with just now with uh, the situation with Deshaun Watson, as how Cleveland tur- turned around and grabbed him and everything, though. Mm-hmm. Now this is putting the whole quarterback situation in jeopardy. And you have to also think about this though too. What Andrew Berry has done, you know, sure. it's putting this, you know. Now, let's elaborate with this, though. Even though Deshaun Watson, he's a great player, you know, don't get me wrong, but he hasn't played in, like, you know, two, three seasons. And we look at his, uh, you know, his training camp, you know, his uh, OTAs, uh, OTA footage, his training camp footage. Yeah. You know, some of them, he's solid. You know what I'm saying? Some plays, he's solid. Then there's some plays, he's still throwing interceptions. Of course. But that's just come, that comes with the game. But, however, he still has not cleared every, you know, all of the civil suits and the NFL is also looking to still suspend him for you know what I'm saying, for this whole entire misconduct. Mm-hmm. So, it can he can either be serving a six-game suspension or if not, a one-year suspension. So, that puts the Cleveland Browns in a situation of, oh, I just fucked up with my, uh, with my original QB1. Now, I had to turn around and grab Jacoby Brissett. 
So we paid two hundred thirty million dollars just for Jacoby Brissett to walk. You know, just to walk onto the field. Now think about this for a second. You know, the Cleveland Browns were trying. They're trying to go up, but you just took like two steps backwards and getting Jacoby Brissett. Which I mean, honestly, he's decent. Yeah. But he doesn't. He he is another player that I really wouldn't trust as a QB one. You know, he's solid, but he, you know, we seen his gameplay. He's one of those. Eh. You know what I'm saying? But I would rather choose Baker Mayfield over Jacoby Brissett to actually run a team. I know the fuck knows. Jacoby Brissett could have his Teddy Bridgewater year that makes him just truly rise up in stock value as a whole. You know, break away from the Case Keenums and the Carson Wentz and just actually like, okay, I'm fucking here now. And this is his sort of last time around the bases before he calls it a day. Because that wouldn't be too bad for Jacoby. Yeah, no, it, it really truly wouldn't, though. But we seen how he played in Miami last year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, there was times he was hanging in there, but there was times it was just like, you know, there was a lot of mis miscommunication between him and Brian, Brian Flores. True. You know, you look at you look at his gameplay in Cincinnati, uh, not in Cincinnati, in uh, Indy. Yes. You know, they, they were okay. They were eh, okay, middle of the road. Yeah. You know, but they... Did not have that, you know what I'm saying, that uff energy. Yeah. You know. And that you'd say for the team altogether, that um, Jacoby himself, uh, you wouldn't put any bit of blame on because he can only throw and move his team as fast as the team wants to move. The Colts, despite their fucking name, have not been known to move quickly down the field, either by the pass or the run game. So, by that, the man shouldn't be indicted by how the, the franchise themselves decided to play football, but that's beside the point. You know, it's just, I don't know. I, I just look at it, I look at it as what Andrew Berry, what he has done, you know, it would have been simpler. Yes, if Baker would have kept his mouth shut. Yes. And shut the fuck up. Yes. It would have been, he would have been a lot, it would have been a lot more simpler. Save yourself a lot of time. You know, if he would have sat down last season and got his surgery, you know, sat out, he would have still probably had his job. He would have saved the Browns. It would exactly. You know, and it would save him a lot, a whole entire situation. And it would have saved, you know, them getting Deshaun Watson. He would have gone, gone somewhere else. Why did the Browns pay the King Ransom for somebody that they know for a fact is not going to be able to play? <laughs> because Vietnam looked attractive and Lyndon Johnson brought us there. The Haslands have bought and now are into a war. They need to see this through with Deshaun Watson. Otherwise, they look even more foolish by backing out and having him go to Atlanta or whoever else. So, unfortunately, they're committed to see this through to the end. Yeah. And everybody else looks like a bunch of chumps. And that's what breaks my heart amongst it all. Jacoby Brissett is a much better man and a much better player than to be put in this situation. And Baker, if he put himself in check, he could be so much better. But the fact that he almost mirrors the same peacock showboating way that Odell Beckham did on the field in his time with Cleveland and thinks he can get away with it, that sort of shit. And that's where I say the maturing comes from. Because as you honestly, shit, Odell doesn't do that with the Rams in the slightest. Uh huh. And you see how how well he excelled with, with the Rams. Like, yeah. Just, up to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it, it gets. That's all it takes is yeah, it's a different it's a different level in college. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just yeah, he, he's he's gotta go and do his own thing, be with a team that yeah, already has that experience and already has that that structure for him. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, no, he I don't know. We'll see what happens in the coming years. Deshaun, who's to say, yeah, now he's not looking nice. 
but who he's not gonna play now anyway. So why not? He's why not? He's gonna have time anyway, regardless. So who's to say he won't become top tier form by next year when he's actually able to play? Agreed. So I mean, you know, there's just a lot of things going on with the Browns, but the Browns, yeah, honestly, the Browns are definitely trees. doing some. Yeah, they're definitely doing some Browns things. That's, that's what I was gonna say. The, the Browns are just being the Browns it. right now. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you love it. You love the fact that your sports team became a soap opera. Going. Sure, they've been, they have been a soap opera for the past like, since like, three God. decades. God damn. <laughs> you know what? And then on top of that, too, let's talk about this news, though, too. Please. They're also exploring an option of actually trying to build a new stadium. You know, it's like, like, what are you talking about? You know, why are we doing, why are we trying to do this now? Okay. <laughs> Here's the elephant in the room, too, that we all, as we, as this is just shown in a lovely experimental sort of way, forgotten about. Who the fuck is Kenny Alcorn? Why the fuck did the Browns take all that time? and money to get another goddamn quarterback into the mix. A no-name. Who the fuck is Kenny Alcorn? Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> no! No! This, during free agency, if you see it, the Browns picked up some no-name, some five-foot-seven college guy. Ain't no way. <laughs> and, and, and they thought, as I joked about it to people before, that he would be the next black Doug Flutie. You know? But in, what, about a month's time, they let him go? In about three weeks' time, they let him go? What the fuck is happening in Cleveland? You gotta stay tuned to find out. It's fucked that they that, that ESPN just doesn't set up shop in Cleveland and follow them like a sitcom. Because they make a lot of money. If you take Hard Knocks and run it to you, it's like, we're just gonna follow a team for the entire season. Oh, you oh. make a lot of money. But anyway, I'm just... I'm, I, I've got a soapbox and I went running. I'm sorry, Jim. It's gonna be a parody. It's gonna be funny knocks. And it's just. Yeah, I mean, the I swear, like, there's just some of the moves that they, they have made, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, why? You know, like, they, they've done so well with, uh, you know, when they had John Dorsey, you know, as G, you know, acting GM, we were doing so well. You know, let's talk about, let's talk about this, though. You know, even our running back situation, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, I mean, they're the two, pretty much one of the two best, you know what I'm saying, top duos of a running back situation, True. you know what I'm saying, in the league. I'll you know, even Ernest does pretty well. Yeah, even the, yeah, even the Ernest uh, Johnson does well though too. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and with our receiving core though too, you know, with our receiving core that we got now, um, Amari Cooper. You know, we finally grab grab Amari Cooper. Okay, that's a great steal. You know, mm -hmm. I really did like Jar uh, Jarvis. You know, you know, I'm sad to you know see him go down to uh, New, uh, New Orleans, but. Jarvis definitely was a workhorse. Oh yeah. You know, I I want to say that time and time again. Jarvis was a uh, was a workhorse, and I really did appreciate Jarvis here in Cleveland. You know, but Amari Cooper, I really do. You know, I really do hope he you know he steps up and play, you know plays that good wide receiver one role. And Donovan Peoples Jones, you know what I'm saying? I hope he gets some more. You know, he gets some more shine though too, because he was solid when he did get some play time. You know. Now I must give a correction to uh, my previous statement. The gentleman's name came from Alcorn State University. His name is, was Felix Harper. Oh, yeah. And he was signed for maybe a week and a half. Uh, quote, <coughs> I won't give up my dream, uh, my dream of playing professional football and showing that an HBCU quarterback can deliver at the best level. Anybody know what that acronym means? What, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, head back, yeah, blackologist. 
HBCUs. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And, you know. Black comedy. Yes. And, um, yeah, man, it's just, I don't know, man. With Like I said, with the with the Cleveland Browns, how we have some of our moves that we, we have been making. Yeah. Some of them are just, ah, what the fuck? What, yes. are, you, what are we doing, though? We're exploring, uh, you know, option for a new stadium. And it's just like. Why? I mean, First Energy Stadium. It's not. It's only what twenty. What twenty three years old? It's you not know, even a bad stadium. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not a bad. You know, it's not a bad stadium. It's in a good location. Yeah, it's in a good location too. Keeping up with when it falls apart, unlike other stadiums right. in the country. Yeah, yeah you know, and where you know where exactly are you going to put? You know, where exactly are you going to put it? True. And how much longer is it going to take to even? Yeah, like that's. I feel like the Browns are just trying to do too much for for no reason. That's what it seems like. And the city of Cleveland is much more invested in their other sports franchises than the fucking Browns to make a whole new goddamn stadium. Yeah, because the Cavs have been doing well. And they've just done a whole regime change from the Indians to the Guardians. Yep, yep. So no, the city of Cleveland does not have that have time for that bullshit. Yeah, they yeah they should they should not even entertain that idea, no. idea though. They no. should just keep First Energy Stadium how it is. They just <laughs> Make whatever necessary repairs that they need to make, and just and just call it a day, because they don't need to be building a new stadium. Unless they want to really fuck up, pick up and go down to Charleston, West Virginia, become the Charleston Browns. <laughs> Charlie Browns. Charlie Browns. <laughs> I swear to God. The Charlie Browns of West Virginia. It writes itself, guys. It really does. Man, but like you know, okay, so uh, let's talk about some of the rookies. Uh, you know that that the Browns did draft. Uh, you know, draft into uh, taking the draft stuff though. Even though we did play a king's ransom, you yes, know, yeah. for Deshaun Watson and gave up some draft picks, we still filled a couple holes. Uh, you know, let's talk about you know Marlon Emerson. You know, cornerback. You know, he was uh, you know came out of draft. Alex Wright, that defensive man. David Bell, you know, heard, a wide receiver. I heard he's doing pretty well and he's looking like a solid ass uh, number three. Right yeah. Now. So he, yeah, he's going to be a de- he'll be a he'll he'll be a nice de- definitely uh, slot receiver though. You know, well, yeah. Depending on who's at our quarterback situation. True. You know, but well, we've talked about that. We we talked about <laughs> we we beat that horse a lot. You know, pa- uh, Perrin uh, Winfrey at the uh, defensive tackle, Jerome Ford at running back, which they you know he's looking pretty nice though too. I've heard some uh, you know some nice little stories about him and uh, you know okay. OTA and stuff. Okay. You know Isaiah Thomas on edge. You know Caden York as a kicker. Okay. You know which Cleveland definitely does need a they definitely do need a kicker. Yes. We definitely do. Yeah. You know and uh, you know Dawson uh, uh, Deaton at uh, center. You know, so they're they're trying to beef up the line. Okay. You know, they're trying to get some uh key pieces on defense. Right. You know, they're you know, they're they're trying they're trying their best to, you know what I'm saying, do what they can. You know, hopefully we'll see like, you know, maybe David Bell, you know, hopefully this season we'll probably see him on a couple of snaps. You know, we might see uh, you know, Jerome Ford on a couple of snaps, you know, okay. depending on, you know, how Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, if they stay healthy. Right. You know, I mean the Browns definitely do have a a solid running core, you know. So I really see, I really see that the Browns are definitely going to be running the ball a lot more, you know, for this season. Okay. Especially with, you know, especially with our given quarterback situation, they're going to be running the ball a lot more. True. You know, and just opening up into, uh, you know, opening up into the preseason. You know, Jacksonville. You got Jacksonville. You got Philly, and you got, uh, you know, Chicago. Okay. You know, 
it's just opening up for the preseason in August. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll get to see the you know the rookie shine. You right. know, we'll get to see them you know do their do their thing and everything. But regular season, that's where it counts. You know, so opening up, you know, opening up for week one, we got Carolina. Okay. So yeah, that's gonna be a tough ass game. So you got Sam seeing goes Donald versus you know I don't know who probably Jacoby Brissett. Nine times out of ten, we're going to have Jacoby Brissett starting at, you know start a QB because Baker Mayfield ain't having this shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Sean Watson's probably going to be suspended, so we pay two hundred thirty million dollars for Jacoby Brissett to start. Yes, and infamously, the Browns have not won Week One since what 14, 14 fucking seasons. Yeah, that's been a really long 15 time. fucking seasons? Ah, yeah, uh, come on. Well, now we're back off to another fucking bad start. Come on, man. I mean, the only way, the defense is going to have to really step up. Yeah. And uh, Amari Cooper and or Nick Chubb is just going to have to carry a lot. Yeah, they, def- yeah, they definitely are, though. And so, you know, it's, luckily, yeah, Nick Chubb has that capability. I don't know if Carolina can necessarily stop Nick Chubb, per se. Exciting, but at the same time too, we're I'm, I'm just I don't know, man. 
I just September twelfth. That's all I gotta say. September twelfth. Twelfth. Yeah. What, 2024? Is that when D wants to come back? Sure. <laughs> uh, man, I, I, I probably, it's probably so. It is probably so. But, uh, you know, now let's, uh, speaking of another Ohio team that, yeah. uh, you know, that we have, uh, you know, I would say we need to focus on, especially in the AFC, is the Cincinnati. <laughs> now, I mean, look, the Bengals last year, they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. They lost it. It was close. You know, they could have beaten the Rams, you know. But in the end, the Bengals have really proven themselves as a, a formidable opponent, more or less. You know, yep. for them to each, even come out to, you know, come out the gates and actually go all the way to the Super Bowl, regardless if they want it or not, for them to actually get to the Super Bowl and actually contend, you know. That's already impressive. Joe Burrow, you know, coming back with the, you know, comeback player of the year. You know, Zach Taylor, second year. Both of them second year. You know what I'm saying? They did some phenomenal stuff. Yeah. You know, so the Cincinnati Bengals last year, 10-7. Not a bad record. You know, I mean, for them to be first in the AFC North, that's not bad. You know, we are, we've already, it's already shown that in the past, what, three, four years, our division is tough. It's really tough, you know. So it's going to come down to how this division this year, with our with every single quarterback situation, aside from Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, how is every how is this whole AFC North picture going to play out this year? You know, we got tough defenses. The Browns, you know what I'm saying, got got a good tough defense. The Bengals have really they've balanced out, you know, over the past years. They've really, truly balanced out, and they have actually can actually hold teams to, you know, to actually, you know, get down the field, you know, get down the field and make stops, you know? It's, it's interesting you bring that up. I would say uh, the Bengals' defense has become more educated than other defenses, where you, just as you put Others have gotten better with raw power, and we noticed that with the draft too. How teams chose defensively. Yeah. Bengals adapt. They learn every time. They're here. Not a lot of other defenses can say the same. Yeah. <coughs> you know, it's like you know, it's just going to be. It's really going to be interesting to see how you know Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow. What are they going to do for the third year and bouncing back from that Super Bowl loss? Yeah. You know. They've made some, uh, you know, they've made a couple, you know, key play, uh, key players and stuff, though, key pieces and stuff, you know, even with their rookies, even their new players, though. They got some, they finally got some offensive line help. Yes. You know, out of uh, uh, Leo Collins, you know, from the uh, Colts, they ended up uh, getting him out of, you know, out for the uh, offseason. Mm-hmm. You know, um, also Ted uh, Kansas, you know, who's also, you know, need, Joe Burrow definitely needs that help yes. on that line. Yes. He needs that help, you know. Especially if you won't have them throw like fifty fucking times a game. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna want to protect your quarterback. Yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, um, just looking into uh, you know, their rookies and stuff though too. You know, um, Dax Hill. You know what I'm saying? They're getting that defensive help. Yes. You know, uh, Ta- uh Cam Taylor Britt. You know, getting those corner helps because Eli. You know, Eli Apple last year. I mean, he got torched by Cooper Cup. We all seen that. Yeah. So they're trying to, you know, they they got to get some faster players. You know. I mean, who does who doesn't Coop torch though? That's that's kind of like a. Like, let's be honest. Like, even even Jalen Ramsey. I'm sure that's why Jalen Ramsey's doing really well because he's got to try to cover Coop. Exactly. 
So like, yeah, no, he, who, who pretty much be able to burns everybody, but I still know what you mean. Yeah, they still, a lot of teams still need a lot of defensive secondary, you know. Right. And, you know, uh, Tyron, you know, Tyron Anderson, you know, defensive, you know, DB, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting those, they're getting those, they're getting that help on the corners, though, because yeah. they're playing some studs, you know, they got to play some studs at wide receiver. You know, anybody can get the ball at any given time, you know, so I see the bank, I see what the Bengals, they're trying to beef up that offensive line and get some corner, you know, get some help on the corners in that secondary, yeah. with, as they should, you know, and they're looking pretty decent in, you know, training camp and whatnot, so it, let's, we're going to see how the Bengals do, mm-hmm. you know, especially coming into, a, you know, the preseason for them, you know, uh, you know, opening up against Arizona, you know, then you got, uh, you know, the Giants and you got the Rams, you know, for week three, you know, so even though you're, even though they're, the rookies are going to be playing, yep. it's still going to be a interesting matchup, you know, even just basically on just, just rookies and you know what I'm saying, you might see some of the, you know, starters and whatnot, yeah. they might get some PT, but it's not going to be like a big thing, mm-hmm. but they will be playing, you know, during this, you know, during the season. They're going to be playing each other again, though, because Super Bowl matchup, you know, Super yeah. Bowl rematch. So we'll definitely see that happening, you know. Um, then opening up into the regular season, you know, you got they got Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. you know, opening up. Um, you know, Dallas, you know, next. Then you got the Jets. Then you got my, you know, got Miami, yeah. who's also been, you know, making some nice little moves in the off season. Not wrong about that. So yeah, the Bengals, they got their cut, they got their work cut out for them. You know, especially if they're trying to get back into that Super Bowl atmosphere or if not the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Joe Burrow right now has set himself at a bar. Oh, yeah. You know, if he made it all the way to the Super Bowl and lost it, you know, what are, what are you going to do again next season? I'm going to try to get back to the Super Bowl and win it. Mm-hmm. But yep. we, all, we all know most teams that make the Super Bowl and lose it, they don't come back to the Super Bowl until, what, a couple seasons later, if that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they, this is definitely going to be a very trying year for them, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, who's to say? I mean, it is possible. Shit. Like I say, yeah, if he's throwing the ball 56, I'm shouting him, it's possible he could throw it 60 times. But if he's doing that, getting 400, 500, 600 yards per fucking game. Right, break, you know, five, breaking records in a, in a single game, you know. Yeah, then if he's doing that, they should have no problem with making it back. Yeah. As long as, yeah, this new line that they're supposedly acquiring does what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. he should be solid. He, he seems to have great vision. Jamar Chase is a really great option for him. So yeah, like, it is. It's really looking well for him. If, you know, for Jamar Chase, you know, to psych everybody out last year as a rookie, mm-hmm. He psyched, he psyched the whole world, the whole NFL world out. Oh, oh, I can't catch the ball. It's, uh, you know, yeah, man, drop passes and everything in the preseason. I'm like, well, you are a number one fucking pick, and you mean to tell, you mean to fucking tell me that you can't even fucking catch the ball? Nah. Oh, okay. Next thing you know, he's going off for like, you know, two, three hundred, you know, two hundred yards receiving. You know what I'm saying? Two, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he the man. You know, winning offensive rookie of the year last year. You know, he, he really psyched everybody out. You know, Joe Burrow, coming, you know, making a comeback player of the year. That was a nice little combination, especially for the, both of them coming from out of LSU. Right. You know, so, yeah, it's the Bengals. They definitely got their work cut out for them for next, you know, for this coming season. So, especially if they want to contend, you know, again. Hell yeah. Then looking on the other side of the <laughs> first 
Finishing 9-7 last year. Not bad. You know what I'm saying? Slightly missed the playoffs. You know, missed the playoffs mathematically. Yeah, yeah, 9-7-1. Give me up a five. No, there's, yeah, not. Oh, that's right. My, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mike Tomlin still has not had one losing season in his 16 seasons of, you know, coaching. But it's a new era because Ben Roethlisberger is not here no more. He is retired. Yep. Man, fuck that old man. <laughs> no, honestly, obviously, I, I definitely, you know, enjoyed Big Ben while uh, we had him. It was the last couple years for me that were, were very challenging for him. Um, luckily, last year, he still stuck it out. He, he did fairly decent. He obviously had his old ass man fucking, where he looked like a tree stump. You know, he had some of those things. And yeah. So, you know, it, it was, it was trying. And so I'm, least, I'm glad he at least ended, you know, on a positive note. Um, should he have ended it sooner? I still say yes. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what we can do this year, honestly. Yeah. It's, uh, I know Najee Harris, he's still looking really nice. Yep. I, I think he's gained, he said like maybe like, two or three pounds and yet he's still doing what he's doing and so yeah he's he's gonna be a beast i know i know that we have one of the best comedians in the game (laughs) 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 mr oh yeah hey i'm a top receiver Hey, what's you know what's losing? I'll, I've never heard of him. Right, yeah, he he's a top three receiver. <laughs> that was yeah, that that was um, uh, honestly, it's, it's crazy that people are saying he's not even the top receiver on the Steelers. Man, I swear to God, man, Chase Clay, Chase Claypool. That, yeah, that man has been a fucking comedian since he has stepped foot on, you know, onto the Steelers. You know, oh him and Juju, you know, who is now in Kansas City now, mm-hmm. you know, him and Juju, they, them boys was fun. Them boys was funny, especially oh, yeah. Chase Claypool. He's right. funny. Yeah, he is. It's a, okay, but you know what? With him saying this, I expect him and Kenny Pickett to go the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say because if he claims to be a great receiver, he must be feeling really good about what the quarterback can produce. Okay. And so like that maybe maybe it's just a confidence thing, you know. But it could also be foreshadowed. It could, or you know, it could also be a befuddlement thing. It could be like how Chase, or Jamar Chase last year said he can't catch the ball, and now Chase Claypool says he's a top three receiver. What if now he becomes like the worst receiver in the league? He he averages like. One catch per game, ten drops. I, I'm, I'm very concerned, but at the same time, luckily, I know Mike Tomlin's also not about that shit. So if, if yeah, Chase Claypool does start to fuck up, he'll cut that shit no, out quick. Easily, yeah. There's yeah. other receivers that can play. It's all good. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm definitely curious to see what happens. I know uh, Kenny Pickett. I don't know, man. I saw what he did with Pittsburgh. I'm glad he doesn't have to move. This you know, uh, but you know, because he just says he came from Pittsburgh and everything. But I feel like I don't know. I, I'm just, I guess, I'm happy to see that Ben's gone and that we got a more mobile quarterback that can hopefully. I just want to see what he could do with the receivers and what what he can do with uh, you know, while being in and out of the pocket. Yeah. I'm not worried about our defense. 
Watt's going, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, TJ, yeah. I, I will say this though, man. TJ Watt, you know, since you know, since the you know 2018 draft and stuff, though, man, he's really proven himself as a as a real true Watt. You yeah, know, man. I mean, look, and JJ, you know, JJ when he well, he's still in his prime, pretty much in his prime, though. But you know, in his past, past, past days. You know, that man was a fucking monster. I mean, he still is, though, but that man was a fucking monster. Right. You know, TJ, you know what I'm saying? He's going, this man's going after it, really after it, though. You know, he was a sack leader last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, TJ was really on it. Was it a, didn't he break the record for sacks as well? No, I think he was close. He was close. Yeah, he was He was close, though, because he had 23 sacks. I think, like, 22 and a half sacks last year. Okay. So, I think the, rec- the record was, like, I think, like, 23 or 24 by Michael Strahan. Yeah. So yeah, like you know, he he was he was fucking close, you know. But with the you know with the Steelers, you know what I'm saying? With them, you know, like I said, with them opening up against the Bengals, you know, uh, this season, the Steelers definitely going to they're definitely going to have a I feel as though they're going to have a great defense as always, you know, because making Fitzpatrick just you know signed a nice little contract with him, which you know, hey, in the backfield, I will say he he's really been a. He's really been the top threat, you know. Yeah. It's just, like I said, though, man, like, you know, uh, the little quarter, I would say it's not even a quarterback battle, but it could be potentially, you know, between Mr. Trubisky and Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. You know, Mr. Trubisky, he's trying to get another, he's trying to get another start at, you know what I'm saying, what, you know, at being a starting quarterback. He was okay in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He was okay, but Matt Nagy was not a great coach. I don't know how the fuck he turned around and won, you know, coach of the year. Was it back in 2019? 2018, 2019? Yeah, one coach of the year that just completely just bombed it. Like, right, yeah. Everybody got to have one, I guess. But I mean, Mitch, yeah, he's not bad. Is he good? No. Is he not bad? Yeah, he's not bad. He's just not the person I want to see starting on the football team. And if he is the person starting, I I will be there alone to sign the petition with everybody else to get him to fuck off the roster. We'll definitely see, though. We'll definitely see. How dare you. <laughs> we'll definitely see, though, man. Also, I'm not. Well, I ain't gonna lie. I'm really happy to see our other receiver coming from Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, he gives me straight up uh George uh George Pickens. Yeah. Yeah, man. He gives me fucking um what's his name? Fucking uh NLE Chopper vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's just about to beat everybody's ass here. He's he's hella nice. Okay. Hey, you know, the the Steelers, you know, the let's look at their uh their rookies for a second though, you know. Uh, you know, grab a Kenny Pickett, you know, which we've been, you know, mentioning and stuff, though. You know, staying stay pretty much in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, George Pickens, which we just also just mentioned. You know, uh, De- uh, DeMarvin uh, Leal, you know, at, de- uh, at defensive end. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're getting some help, uh, help on that defensive end and stuff, though. Okay. Calvin Austin, another receiver that they did grab. You know, so if Chase Claypool decides he wants to, you know, keep fucking around, you know, you're going to get some rookie. Mike Tomlin, I know he's going to get that rookie some shine. Mm-hmm. So we might see Tab on, uh, you know, Calvin Austin on the field. Then Connor Hayward at tight end, it's Cameron Hayward's brother. You know, both. Uh, you know, how can I say this, man? The Steelers, the Steelers have two sets of brothers. You know, was it, uh, you know, was it Edmonds? Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, you got the Watts. Let's see, we got the Watts. You got, uh, you know, uh, Hayward's, mm-hmm. and you also what was it, uh, it was a. 
Those are odd too. There is, yeah, another one. I think there might even be four technically. Yeah. 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 The Steelers got the most uh, family members on the squad. Yeah. So that you know that's another that's another interesting fact about the Steelers though too. You know. Nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> got hey. your Heinz family. If it works, it works, though. Oh, yeah, keep it in the family. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. God. This ain't Bama. Uh, oh, God. But, uh, yeah, you know, Mark Robinson, uh, you know, at linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Chris uh, Chris Obolkin, Tr- Chris at quarterback. You know, they grabbed another quarterback out of, you know. Yeah, just for insurance. Yeah, just for insurance, though. So, we'll, we'll see how the Pittsburgh Steelers do, you know, yeah. post-Ben uh, Roethlisberger era. You know. 18, what was it, 18 seasons? Man, he's been there for a while. Yeah, 18 seasons, man. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a, I would say it's just, it's, it's a new dawn of the day for the Steelers. Oh, yeah. Know? I mean, still, the Steelers definitely will still have a great defense, but oh, yeah. now their offense, we got to see how they, you know, how it's going to roll, though. We, we don't have, they don't have any, chem, we don't have any chemistry going. We don't have any footage going. So it's going to be interesting to see what Mike, uh, what Matt Canada is going to produce for, you know what I'm saying, either Mr. Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. I already know it's going to be a lot of Najee Harris. I'm perfectly honest with you. And like, yeah, he's, so he's going to get a, he's probably going to get at least 20, 30 carries a game. And he's, I'm expecting him to always have at least 100 yards, if not more. Yeah. Like with like two touches. No, he's going to do nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, everybody, uh, you know, don't go nowhere. We got some more music for you. Uh, stay tuned. We got some, uh, we got still got some more segments for you. You know, followed up, uh, you know, with the Buffalo Bills and uh, you know the Detroit Lions. East Coast, West Coast, don't go nowhere. Stay tuned. Peace.